0: They are back. Out of the darkness cometh light. Welcome to the New Look ENS Wolves Podcast
1: with Joe Edwards, Rosie Swarbrick, Steve Bull, and your host, Nathan Judah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 143. That is 143. It is. The e Wolves Podcast, live from Molyneux. The time is 12.28am, Friday the 24th of January. No rest for the wicked. Uh, It's been an emotional night. An emotional night. Uh, Pride, frustration, Mr. Joe Edwards, but certainly not deflation. Welcome, Mr. Edwards. What an intro. What an Um, intro.
0: Yeah, and and what a game! What a yeah. roller coaster of, of emotions, really. Uh, very kind of similar to that Tottenham loss, wasn't it? Here mm. uh, a few weeks back, in that you're gutted to lose, but you're very heartened by what you've seen what you've, at the same time. Uh, very good signs going forward, and as we say, I think the the theme is that if they, in this next week get a couple of players in, and then mm. long term summer wise, get the right recruitment team. Wolves are a big force
1: themselves. This uh, these are the world champions we've seen tonight, and you know we've seen them in the space of what three or four weeks now at Anfield, at home against Molineux, at home at Molineux, and I don't think there's a lot between the sides on the, on those two games. I thought second half they pretty much battered them. Liverpool, um, apart from the goal they scored, they were on the ropes. I've never seen Liverpool um, as. Worried as that for a long time. I've never seen many, too many teams to have have so many chances um, to score. I think they were hanging on at times. They just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And uh, look, like you say, people are going away proud and happy and frustrated at the same time. When 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 does the point come? And I guess this is a half, half cup, half full, cup, cup half <laughs> yeah. empty scenario. When. You can be frustrated and annoyed because of the levels they're at and the levels they're setting themselves that they should be scoring these, and it's not, not, not acceptable, but annoying. Uh, I, next season, the season after, yeah, maybe,
0: maybe next season when you've got kind of two, hopefully, top seven finish, yeah, finishes in the bag, yeah, is that when you can really kind of start to be critical uh, of these games? I, I think it, you know, Wolves had the Wolves had the chances to at least get something from this game. And, and should have done, really. Um, but Liverpool Look, you, Liverpool you... are just 40 games unbeaten now, and it's been a theme for them that they haven't, apart from that Leicester game a couple of weeks back, they haven't really been blowing teams away, and mm. it's just a steam train mm-hmm. that keeps going. And Wolves have took them all the way, and the, the champions of the world, they are now buddies, and Wolves have met them for probably 70 minutes of this game. Look, bang average so i think you've got to take a lot of a lot of pride in
1: that Jurgen Klopp Wolves are doing so unbelievably well he said in the press conference afterwards so different to anything we have faced triori is pretty much unplayable now keeps the ball holds the ball and now creates goals they scored a beautiful goal and we thank our keeper for staying in the game, this is this is the the Premier League team that will probably win the title with six to seven to eight games to go. They are that good. They're probably going to go unbeaten. Um, and for, for for a team you know as good as Liverpool, and for the manager to come and say that shows everything about how good Wolves are at this moment in time.
0: Speaks every volume that that you need to. Need to hear, to be honest, and it's he's not he's not the first, and he won't be the last. Mourinho's been be, been out and said he, Pep's been out and said he said Wolves are firmly in the race for the top four that they're a top class side, and and had the same sentiments, and these are the gaffers that
1: have pretty much done it all in the game, and I think that's what you you know I, I think when when Pep comes out and say they're potentially in the top four hunt. I think they need to win the game tonight for us to really consider that. Yes. And I think if they've beaten them tonight, and I think that's maybe where I'm saying and I'm I'm just, you know, going off saying, you know, should we be frustrated? When's the time to become frustrated and not proud, so to speak? Um, I think if they'd won tonight, and they could have won tonight on another night, they were on thirty seven points, three points behind Chelsea in that fourth spot. And I think we would all be discussing, can they? Yeah. Um, I think I think they can't now. I don't think they can. I think we can forget about the top four. I think that's fair enough. And goodness me, I mean, you know, that's fairy tale stuff. But now we're in the realm of level on points with Manchester United in fifth, Spurs in sixth, and Wolves in seventh. Sheffield United doing great in eighth, Southampton ninth, Arsenal tenth. I think that's the pack now. And it's to finish in the... the, They should be going for the top six, not just the top seven. They should be going for the top six. I think they're a better side than Man United. I think the street's ahead of Man United. If you see some of the Liverpool fans talking on Twitter tonight... Talking about comparing Wolves and Manchester United at the weekend, it's night and day. Spurs, I think they're as good as Spurs at this moment in time. Spurs have got their own problems, you know. If you were if you were a neutral venue at this moment in time, with facing Manchester United or Spurs, I think Wolves would probably be favourites. Um, yes, you've got Europa League and stuff like that, but you know, you come out with this tricky spell, and they have got a tricky spell. They've still got to go to Man United, they've still got Leicester to come here. Then they've got some nice games coming along. Um, after that, Spurs, you know, after the Spurs away, um, and I think they could finish in the top six quite comfortably.
0: I think the will finish above one of those teams, uh, United or Tottenham. I just got a feeling that the will. Um, I suspect it will probably be United, um, even though Tottenham, as we say, have got their issues. Um, they've, they've got Mourinho in charge. He's a better manager than Solskjaer and. But yeah, I think Wolves going there to Old Trafford in just just over a week's time. You've got this weekend off now, recharge the batteries, so to speak, going to it fresh. If Wolves can win win there, I think that's a massive kind of uh, blow to United and a big, big win for Wolves to say, we're going to finish above you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really feasible. I I really think it is. I think Wolves are pretty much stronger in pretty much all areas of the pitch. I think you'd at a, at a toss take the higher over Patricio but I don't think United are, are, are really better than Wolves I think Wolves are, Wolves are a top team in their own right and it's now now time to go out and show
1: it yeah and we'll, and we'll talk about that in due course um, look, I've got to say thank you again to Wolves media staff who will let us um, use this box um, at the witching people. hour superb and um, Let's go hot or not, then. Um, I know we've gone straight into it tonight, but you know I think it would, I would, it would feel weird if we didn't because we're still talking about the game, the adrenaline's still yeah, flowing. of course. Um, and I, I think that, that's... So we're going to... Instead of going through, we've done that on the video with Rosie tonight, let's talk about uh, hot or not, let's talk about some players. Um, and some of them were players tonight, by <laughs> the way. Um, first of all, uh, Pedro Neto has, I think surprised everybody in how well he's coped um, this season. And I say coped, he hasn't coped, he's more than coped. He's a threat um, up and down the pitch against top-class sides. I thought he was magnific- magnificent tonight before he got replaced uh, by Diego Jota, who we'll come on to in a bit. Um, and look, if it was up to me, I- I'd start him again against Manchester United. I think he's earned it, I think he's earned his stripes. I think it's his shirt at this moment in time. Uh, but for 19 years old, I mean, goodness me, he's something special. You're looking to, for
0: for him to come up and and step up to the plate and blow me as he done that. He's done that and, and then some. He, he's looked completely at home in in the, in the team. He, he looks looks like he's been playing in this Wolves side for for years. He doesn't look like a 19 year old at all. He's 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 had Trent Alexander Arnold marking him here and. We we recognise Alexander Arnold as one of the best right backs around in in world football th- th- these days, and he's he's giving him a right tough time. Mm-hmm. He's jink past him with clever runs. He carries the ball with such grace. Um, kind of we talk about like how unique Traore is, but he's got such a kind of graceful way of carrying the ball. I, I don't think many possess quite the style that, that Neto's got. He really he's so kind of god given ability, and. If he carries on like this and he scores a few more goals, I mean, he should he should have four goals, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if he scores a few more goals and carries, like, carries on like this, um, he, he won't. He probably won't be in the conversation for it. But Premier League young player of the season? Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of... I know it might sound a bit far-fetched to some because it always goes mm. to young players who aren't really that young. I think Eden Hazard won it stupidly a couple of years ago. But like you're looking for genuine young players in this league, 19, 20 year olds. I don't think there's many better than Pedro Neto in terms of pure ability. He, he's he's stood up to the Premier League test. He's taken it on his shoulders and he's thrived. Mm-hmm. And if he can carry on this way for the for the second half of the season, I really think he should be in that kind of you know nationwide mix. Really, yeah. not not just Wolves recognition. I think he's done fantastic. He's he's been he's been a breath of fresh air. It's
1: no coincidence that players are coming to Wolves and are improving massively. Um, and we're not talking just value and market value. Let's take that aside. I mean, just their game is improving tenfold. We've looked at the likes of Traore, of course, Neto, of course, but even even you know Neves, Raúl, they've all improved since they've since they've got to Wolves. And I think that's special about what Nuno and his coaching staff have got here. It's not just the results. It's not just the overachieving. It's the fact that players are coming here time after time again and improving their game. And obviously, they're benefiting it from from results. You look at a lot of other players who come to the so-called bigger clubs, your Manchester United, your Spurs, they go backwards. They're the ones who come with a big reputation. and And then they... you know, go from go from this superstar to nothing within one or two seasons. So the fact that Wolves can do it and to bring these players in and to make them the superstars that they're becoming is is quite quite superb. You can go across the board as well. It's
0: not just the foreign lads. It's it's Connor Cody going from a from somebody who, when new, now come in, could have feasibly been let go. Um, a midfielder that had been transformed into a mm-hmm. full back mm-hmm. who wasn't really doing a lot and then skipper plays every week indispensable uh, Ryan Bennett let go on a free by Norwich and then he becomes mm-hmm. now a, a prominent park at the back three for, yeah. for well over 18 months and yeah you could you could apply it across the board or pretty much every player well I say every player I mean obviously there's been a few that haven't worked out could try being the most recent examples but You'd say 85% of, mm-hmm. of players that have come through the doors here at Wolves in the last three years that they now has been here have been a success. Yeah. And, and, and they have improved, as you say, tenfold.
1: Um, so Neto, again, like I say, superb. And I'll give him the nod against Old Trafford. Uh, look, Adama Traore, poor, oh my goodness. He is... There's no one. We were saying this just before in the in the press room, Joe. There's no one in the league like him. There is not one player who I think outside the top two. I don't. I, I don't think there's. A, I don't think there's a more informed player. I don't think there's a more informed player in the Premier League. To be honest, uh, he is incredible. And not only now, he doesn't just do it in fits and, and spurts or or one game and then and then he's quiet. He is even on a on a. a he wasn't. He wasn't on the ball consistently tonight. But when he was, he uses it so so well. I mean, he's just 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 amazing. You're running out of. I can't. Words I can't to this.
0: He's, he's amazing. Yeah, he is. And I mean, you're kind of pinching yourself every week. In that we were having a conversation as well about him just before we came on air. That I think, even though how good Raúl has been, and we'll get onto Raúl in just a bit, but. I think he's... Spoiler Wolves. for the last hot. Yeah. I, I think he's Wolves' biggest asset mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, just in terms of playing play ability, in terms of the fear he strikes into opposing teams, and the
1: fact that... Well, probably market value is as well. Market be
0: value, because because of how young he is still. And um, he truly is such a unique weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, managers, as we say, Klopp, Mourinho, Pep, mm-hmm. are all glowing in their praise of him. I mean, you're looking down the line. You've got to think that those kind of clubs and managers will be taking a keen interest mm-hmm. in what Traore is doing. But I think, I, I think for at least the foreseeable, this is the place for him to play his football because he's he's He's, 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 bumped, thriving.
1: he's and he's bumped about. He's gone to Villa, you know, he's gone yeah. Barcelona, Villa, you know, and Middlesbrough. Um, well, there's got to be a point where you want, to, okay, right? I'm young enough here, two or three years, and then let's look at it. But He'll, he'll want to repay the faith that Nunes puts him in as well. And, you know, 25,000 people maybe last season, maybe been a bit harsh, probably would have sold him for the £80 million at the end of the summer I don't think that, I, don't, I, I think, think it was probably a bit a 50-50 split between the fan base wasn't yeah, it yeah so so you know for Nuno to have that faith in him to keep him and look he's shown with Patrick Catroni that he's not he's not shy on getting rid if he doesn't fancy them so he could have quite I'm sure he could have and he might have had the opportunity to get rid of Troy if he wanted to but he obviously has seen something in him and he's coached it into him or out of him yeah. depending on what it is and uh, look th- we've got a player that can not just light up Molnir but light up the Premier League that cross for, for him Jimenez's goal was was inch perfect.
0: It, it was, it was a Beckham-esque cross. Yeah. It, it, it's just you you want it on the striker's head, and he's put it straight there. It's it's on a silver platter for Himenez. It's, it's still, he's still got to finish it, but a, a player of Jimenez's quality, he's going to gobble up chances like that uh, with his eyes closed. And as a striker, you can't ask for anything more. You want a winger to put a, put in a good ball, and he's done that to an absolute sea
1: Well, let's talk about Raúl as, as as the third person, and you know, stunning double from him. At Southampton, uh, and he's come back on tonight. Scored the scored the equaliser at the time, and his movement, his pace. He had another couple of chances as well. He's he just causes problems, and and again, it's, it's frustrating, isn't it? Because I'm talking about these three players, yeah, like we like no. have won the game. I, I feel no. like I feel like I'm on a high, and probably that's maybe, maybe because of what we've just seen. So maybe I, maybe I'm going a bit over the top in um, in waxing lyrical about certain players, but. You know, I just feel that they've come off this pitch tonight, Liverpool, knowing bloody hell. We've not only had a game; we've probably had our toughest game of the season, and that's including Champions League and World Champ- Club Championships and everything. I think they've gone, a- gone away there, going bloody hell, boys. Oh, we've got to win there, um, and-, and so that's why. So maybe you're probably listening to this, and i will probably listening back to it, and going bloody hell, Nathan. Why are you so? Uh, why are you so happy about a defeat? But um, we'll talk about it then. Then we'll take some questions anyway. Um, but yeah, look. He's he's just everything everything and everything more. He just doesn't doesn't disappoint, does he? Fully back on song tonight. Mm. I f- I don't think he p- he put a foot wrong. He was he was exceptional. He was
0: exceptional. E- everything about his play was so sharp, so crisp, and that that double against Southampton, you could just kind of see he was a weight lifted off his shoulders. I mean, five games without a goal in our know, boys' standards he's a massive drought. Mm. Got got back on the score sheet at Southampton, and then just carried on where we left off. Um, against against Liverpool and he he was sensational. That that I mean he, he skipped past Robertson. Mm. Oh yeah, who oh, had a stinker, stinker today r- by the way? Absolutely stinker, mate. stinker. Um, left him for dead and then supplied it to Adama. And you see it so many times with some players. The mecca pass and Admiry, but he made the pass to Adama and then bam, sprint, head down, get into the box in between the posts. 20th goal of the season mm-hmm. and I mean we all thought he was good last season which he was he was amazing getting 17 goals in a, across all competitions mm-hmm. he's on 20 yeah and it, it's 20 in 40 games it's one in one in two and that that is that is just the mark of a purely top class striker yeah and he's not just one of the best in the Premier League he's one of the best in Europe he's one of the best in the world that he he's He's top top draw. Wolves are lucky to have him, but I think he's staying here as well. I, I think he, I think he's, here, I think he's here for long term.
1: Um, not then, and it's maybe harsh to have a not. Yeah. Um, one person I want to talk about, and look, it's great to have him back, and he is mm. been fantastic for Wolves. Okay, uh, Diogo Jota is back. He didn't have the best game when he came on, no. and you can understand it because he's going to be off the pace. He hasn't played for a few weeks. Um, especially the pace of the game at that time, when it was stretched, there were a couple of poor decisions that he made tonight. Where you think that maybe if Neto was on the pitch that, and, he, and he's up to speed, that he probably would have made the right decision. The one that the, the glaring one, I think, was when he was through. Treu was on goal and uh, just needed to slot him in, and it, it was it was one on one, and, and probably Wolves go two one up there. Yeah. Didn't happen. Um, I'm, I'm not going to criticize him too much, but. Um, I think, like we said earlier on, I would probably still give Neto the nod uh, because he's done so well. Uh, Jota hasn't had the best season even before he got injured, but has had some cracking games, and the quality is obviously there. Would you say that that would be the same? Would Would you do the same? Would you kind of like ease Jota in, or would you go? Let's okay. I'm playing my best side against Manchester United. I'm going with I'm going with Diogo Jota. He's my number one. I think I'd ease him in, and
0: and. I- we alluded to it earlier, with, again, just having a general chit-chat, that kind of weave Bolly and Jota back in with the focus, although it's it's the best part of a month away, having them gungo back at it fully sharp for that double-header against Espanyol. I think that's, I think that's got a kind of bit of thinking. Of course you want them in the league, but there's nothing really wrong with a team that's been playing for several weeks now you know, they're still 7th in the Premier League. Um, Jota, by the way, as well, I don't know if you missed it when he was doing the fans, but he, he missed a right sitter at the end.
1: I think I did. Yeah, I must have seen that there. I it, must have not seen that What yeah,
0: happened? Yeah. cross from Adama to the back stick, Jimenez lays it off to Jota, and he's on the stretch, but he skies it from about six yards. Oh, really? And it's, it, it was just a sign of a man that, as you say, not Matt Sharp, should have spotted that Adama run, but didn't even look up to to see yeah. to see that he was offering. Right. So he's he's still he's still a couple of weeks away from being at his best. But mm-hmm. as we say, I think United Neto has done enough to keep hold of the shirt mm-hmm. and it's just about with Jotter and Bolly, better mean twenty minutes here and there. And as we say, if if we can get him fully fit to start that Espanol game I think that's I think that's a good job
1: Yeah uh, That's what I want to talk about Maybe And um, I think maybe Just because it's in my head Because of that, that That header That chance on the, in, in the first half Was was Doc Who You know Has been a little bit Under par I guess For the levels that he set himself And the standard he set himself Last season Has uh, had some better games But I think tonight Just was a, maybe a little bit Behind the rest And, and, and of course If he if he does equalise early In the first half It's a completely different game But a free header And he's got to hit the target Hits the target It's in
0: yeah he's just in a little bit of a rut at the moment uh, it, it's not it's not um very bad performances from him or anything like that, but because, as you say, the standards he's set mm. over the past couple of years he just looks a little bit jaded at the moment looks looks running running on fumes a little bit ideally you'd have vinagra still fit, mm. really and you you could possibly move Johnny over to the right and play Vinagra. that that isn't an option at the moment so He's kind of going to have to grit his teeth and hopefully find a way through it. I think this weekend off comes at a very good time for Doc. Um, looks like he could do with a, a nice week to to just kind of recharge and, and, and have then, a couple of Guinnesses. Yeah, that's it. And um, yeah, he's he's not been bad, but he's just he's not been himself either. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this weekend off, I think he'll probably benefit the most of everyone.
1: Um, so I mean, saying that he just look a little bit tired. I thought that after looking shattered in that first half against St Mary's. They were kind of reinvigorated up front today in the midfield. I thought yeah. they looked a little bit fresher. They were definitely finishing the game stronger than Liverpool. Uh, pretty fit all round, really. And they are fit guys, of course. Uh, and Trier can just run for days, can't he? And he's like, That's the last thing you want. Yeah. Can you imagine marking <laughs> seven? No, not just marking, but seven minutes 70 to 90 in a game when, when the game stretched. I mean, it must be an absolute nightmare. Because you can, you can literally, legitimately have three or four yards on him and still get beat easily to the ball. You'd absolutely... Can I say Can I say it? You can say um, it's a podcast, it's late yeah, at night, I'd, it's fine.
0: I'd, I'd shit myself if what? I... <laughs> you <can> say what? <laughs> what? I would? Yeah, you
1: would, I would you? I genuinely would. <laughs> Let me use that like, as the... Um, can I use that as, the, as the, <laughs> the, the the title for this? I uh, know oh, uh, it's, it's late, like, but four.
0: That, that is just... I can't think of a better way to sum it up. No, you, you, it's perfect, you, you, mate. You just... Because, I mean... I don't know why my Sunday league manager plays me there, but I've played. I've been playing full-back when I play yeah. for my Sunday team. Yeah, and imagine being a full-back and going up against a Dharma. Oh, you'd
1: be oh. absolutely breaking. Yeah. In. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine him just
0: <laughs> behind you? <laughs> he, don't, he don't get a moment's peace. <laughs> he just carries on. Uh. It'd be torture. Oh, I, I, I can't think as a professional footballer. And especially like a Premier League footballer, you know, if you're playing in the Premier League, you're a mm. good player, aren't you? Mm. But you look at the likes of Jose Holabas, even Andy Robertson tonight. Yeah, these are like proper
1: proper fallbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They're just being made to look absolutely
1: yeah daft.
0: Crap. Well, how many how many times <laughs> how many
1: times do you see do you see Trent and, and Robertson pass the halfway line today? Hardly at all.
0: They're being pending. Yes, yeah, he,
1: he's just he's toying
0: with people, and then mm. uh, and then when he. Go centrally like he did at Southampton. Yeah. I mean, Bednarik and Stevens. Oh my God, they're still having nightmares <laughs> now. I mean, you you, you think you're escaping him as a centre half, but if you're playing him through the middle as well, mm. oh, I, I, as I say, worst nightmare.
1: Incredible physique, to be fair. I, I still, I still, I'm, I'm stunned by the look of him. Uh, talking about the look of him, Joe. I mean, you're looking, you're looking physique-wise, <laughs> looking pretty, pretty impressive these days. Um are you? So, so Joe wanted to. Um, so obviously he's got his wedding coming up. How, how old yeah. are you? you what, you're 16? 22. 22 and getting married. i, I have to think about it then. <laughs> 20, oh. yeah. I always I
0: have to like think of Eddie. It, yeah, twenty two. Twenty two
1: with a twenty eight year old beard. I love it. Mm. Um, so so you know, he said, "Well, I want I want to be in, in shape for my for my wedding pictures, as everyone does these yeah. days? Um, so I'm thinking, oh, that, that's that's good for you. Know you doing? I said, so you know, are you going biking? He goes, no. So oh, it's a gym. Are you going to do? Are you doing some weight? Are so you putting on a little bit? You know, a little bit of strength, a little bit of muscle. No, no. What, are you running? No. What, what are you doing to lose some weight? I've done them slim fast shake through. <laughs> on the a slim week. fast, and was on the slim fast.
0: I couldn't believe
1: it. I thought he was taking the Mick. He was on the slim fast. I don't, I don't Twenty-two years marries. old, he's on the slim fast. There's nothing on you. Twenty-two years old on the slim fast. <laughs> Turned to St marriage with it. a strawberry metal metal topper uh, can milk shake. Oh, come on, man. Come on. It's worked. Well, so how much you lost? Three and a half pound a week. One second. I feel like. I- Hey. Do, we all, do we want to go to the club and give you applause and stuff like that? Yes, yeah, good to pop world. No, to, yeah. do, do you have to go? Do you have to go for your weekly weigh-ins?
0: No, I just weigh myself at uh, when, I, when I go round to misses his Nans
1: on a Thursday. <laughs> the misses his nuns on a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> With all the others, are, yeah, there, we're all, we're all in circle, all, all, yeah. all in a circle, saying well done to each other. <laughs> well, so what? What is it? So slim fast wise then? What is it these days? Because they must have they must have gone. Because I remember, I remember like back in the day, it was like three shakes a day and yeah. a meal on the evening. I think that was about fifty. I I think the slim fast still goes. To be honest, yeah, it's like it's
0: two two shakes a day. So like I'll have one instead of my breakfast and my lunch, and then you
1: have like three. So you don't have any. So your breakfast is a shake. That's it. Yeah, I'm not a big breakfast guy anyway. Right. Um, so what do you go? What do you go for breakfast? And chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. It's been chocolate
0: of a now vanilla of a morning, and then chocolate of a lunch. Mix it
1: up. So there's no there's no solids going no, in. No, you, you
0: can you can have the you can have the bars instead. So I've been having them with a coffee, with breakfast the, these past couple of mornings.
1: Right. So, but there's nothing. There's no nutritional apart from the, the liquid and the bar that's going in until your dinner. So you still can't eat really until dinner.
0: You're having like rice bars and Snacker jacks in the meantime, but right. It, it it can be a bit tedious. Are you, not, are
1: you not Hank Marvin? A little bit. Comes, Come to like mm. six, seven o'clock. But you do enjoy your tea. Right. Well, I bloody hope so. Yeah, you oh, love your tea.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I have my tea. Gobble that down. Yeah. Uh, and that's it
1: then? Are you fine? You're all right on uh, it? Yeah,
0: not because I'm not a big breakfast and lunch guy. You know how it is when you're
1: in the no, office. No, I'm not. Breakfast and lunch. That's no, delicious. No, but lunch in the office, you're like you don't yeah, you don't ch- get to enjoy anywhere. No, you're, you're chomping like, at your screen. There's no there's you're sat no lunch at your break. Desk. There's
0: now like there's now like cafeteria. No, there, w- terror, well. there's, there's
1: no. There's, you know... There's no nothing. No, there's no nothing. There's there's no tablecloth. I don't have a waiter. Um, I don't have anyone delivering. I do Mr. Judah. What would you like? What? There's no wine list. Now, sir, madam, addressing... No, nothing. Rest. No, There's no butler. There's no aperitif. There's no booze. bouche There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Jackal. So you, uh, you you've said it once, you might as well say it again. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so fair enough. So how long are you going to do this? Uh, this shake for? Well,
0: the, the thing is, I'm going to kind of lay off it. I think now because mm. it apparently if you want to maintain the weight, you, well, is that, this is it. You see, you put it back on straight away. You see, you, you have one shake instead of two. Oh, okay, okay. And then just kind of healthy. Eat. Mm. But the, the the thing the thinking was, I'll do it. Yeah. See how much I can lose in a okay. week. Yeah, and then do it in the leak in the, in the in the lead up to the wedding. So. Yeah, three and a half pound in a week, mate. Yeah, can't that. Oh, yeah, Decent, you know, mate, decent. Yeah, resounding success.
1: All right, three and a half pounds. Let's hope walls are going to drop more than three and a half pounds in this transfer window uh, coming on. Good <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> and let's take your questions uh, with a week to go before deadline day. Uh, right, Matty Hackett, uh, confidence um, or confidence of Podence, Oliveira and Enzo, uh, in brackets, whatever his name is, before the window shuts. Joe? Uh talk of talk of one of them or two of them being here tonight. Any any news on that?
0: Uh, there was a rumour that Powdence was here, but uh no it didn't get that firmed up at all, didn't see him, so um I'll assume that he wasn't. Um in terms of confidence of getting those deals done, I think, yeah I f I'd I'd be surprised if they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh seems to be progressing well with both of them. Yeah. Um I think Pedence is potentially a bit further forward than than Oliveira. Mm-hmm.
1: Um but are these the type of signings? Do you feel that um, that are just going to fill out the squad, or can you see them? I think Power has more potential to to break into the first team himself. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I think Oliveira. I think we've all seen what he's what he's what he's offered before. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a good option. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not at Raúl Jiménez standard. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to oust Raúl Jiménez out of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedersen again. It's, it's a pretty settled front three, and then you've got Neto, who's state to claim. So he may have to bide his time a little bit. But I haven't seen a lot of him, but uh, he was very good against Spurs by all accounts in the Champions League not long back. So um, I think he's the obviously the, the bigger money buy and mm-hmm. the bigger potential buy. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, Oliveira is more of a steady Eddie. Yeah, and um, kind of been told that not to expect anything over the weekend at mm-hmm. this rate, mm-hmm. but don't really out either. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe early next week. But uh, yeah, I, I think that should should get done.
1: Okay. Um, Reggie, uh, we've had some incredible wins this season, but even though we lost today, have you ever been more proud of Wolves? Oh, I'm, I'm proud of Wolves all the time, I think. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think against the world champions, it's, it's, it's fair play, isn't it? To be fair, they've done, they've done yeah.
0: great. Yeah, they've done fantastic. you, you You'd say you were probably more proud of the comeback against City just because he got over the line and had done the double over him. Obviously, still very proud and not coming out of it thinking, oh, bloody hell, Wolves, Mm you know. But, uh,
1: yeah. We'll race through some of these. Um, Mitchell Leary, what do you know about, what do you think about a big signing coming in before the end of the window? I mean, talk about the names that are in there and they're in the ether and we're talking about them and people coming in for talks. Can you see someone coming from absolutely nowhere last three or four days if if everything falls into place and then all of a sudden, boom, why not? Why not? I, I feel there'll be someone who will come in who we have not heard of yet, who will be a Wolves player by the end of, Friday night, 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to say. I think Wolves do tend to do quite well to keep
0: kind of players under wraps at times. Nobody saw Neto and Jordale coming in the Mm -hmm. summer. That was just completely out the blue. There weren't even any whispers of them being interested in them. And it just was announced there you go, we've got two new players. Um, There's every chance that could happen again. Mm -hmm. Uh, As as we say, um, for now, the focus is get Podenza, get um, Oliveira in. And, uh, and barring any uh, big catastrophes, say I think uh, should, those
1: two should be Wolves players come the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Smith says, I love the bloke, but is Cody a risk? He's been found wanting at times this season. No, I don't <laughs> think
0: so. Um, I, think I saw some giving him stick for for Firmino's winner. It, it's just good fate from Firmino. He's, he's shifted it onto his left foot. He smacked it straight into the top corner. But I don't think he can... Can blame Cody for that. I've, he, he's, he's been a great servant to this club, and he, he, he and people. I think sometimes I have a look what a what a fine player he is mm. as well.
1: Do you think Wolves need a bad boy type of player, says Spencer? As I don't think we can be. I think we can be too nice at times.
0: Um, you've got to be careful. Um, all these Wolves players are pretty, um, you know, very believing in the philosophy, and there, there's now kind of big Jack the lad in the group. And if you bring in somebody who's a bit of a bit of a snotter on the pitch, but can be a bit of a character off you, mm-hmm. you don't you don't you don't want a bad egg. Um, I think you've got to kind of you know balance balance the scales there. I, I, they're they're all quite similar characters mm-hmm. uh, in this group, so I, I would like to see someone with a bit more bite, but I don't think it's like the crime crying, crying out for it either.
1: Um, why can't Wolves take the roof off the south bank and build behind it like Liverpool? Did to their main stand I think this is from Andrew Duffy I think that's in in response to uh, the story about about potentially the the, the, mm. the big the big improvements state improvements being on hold
0: you got you got that build, building mm-hmm. um, oh, I can't even think what it is but it was a hotel I don't think it is a hotel now Be, behind the safe bank that's mm-hmm. a bit of an obstacle um, obviously the car parks are there at the moment I mean it, it, it's it's the club are just looking at how they can kind of increase the capacity that a, a, a potential of a of another temporary stand between the Steve Bull and the uh, safe banks being explored as a as, as one of several options but you've got the big screen there at the moment mm-hmm. so you know we'll, we'll just have to see what see what happens with that um, I think either way I was just on about it um, tonight well, i knew when, when it's when it's like this it's yeah, such, yeah, a, of course, yeah. such a special stadium and, yeah. you, and whatever you do you've got, got to make sure that 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 Special, unique
1: feelings mm-hmm. retained. Absolutely, Andrew Fielding. If you're the last in the stadium, who has the key? Hopefully, someone's got the bloody key. Otherwise, not getting out. a Blaik on security? I think. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like us, does yeah. he? Doesn't yeah. like us. Oh, he's no, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's, <laughs> fine. he's, a, good, he's a good lad, really. He's a good lad. Um, K2 kind of answered your questions on Neto. Um, Captain Buzzkill says, "As the lights go off, at am um, all We're still in here, though. We're still we're in going." John Ruddy's uh, was it, John Ruddy's box. I think. John yeah, Ruddy's box. Don't, don't tell him that; I won't be very happy, to be fair. <laughs> uh, RJ Nine, Raúl Jiménez looked shattered tonight. Um was slow to return onto the side, preventing potential breaks counter-attacks on two or three occasions. Um, Jota could have played the last 20 minutes as a central striker, as Neto looked like he still had legs. Comments: who, who was that?
0: Who looked slow? Sorry, the first said
1: that um, Raúl Jiménez looked slow tonight. No, <laughs> no. Sorry, day,
0: sorry. I can't. I can't agree with that. I thought he was the best player on the pitch. Yeah, um, he was Yeah, uh, fully back to his best. Jota, uh, uh, when he came on, yeah, as we say, not 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 quite match sharp, but he'll he'll get there over the next couple of weeks.
1: Okay, let's go ten in five minutes very quickly. Yeah, come on, um, boom. Marshbag. If everyone is fully fit, what is our strongest back three?
0: Uh, Bolly, Cody, Sais, Jackie. Bollie. Polly on the right
1: Jackie with Wolves doing so well in the Premier League and the Europa League this season any tickets more or less sell out on the first couple of days on sale for each home match and waiting list of season tickets isn't it surprising that the stadium redevelopment is not starting this summer it's just
0: that it is and it isn't because the big sticking point is that if you want to redevelop the Steve Ball then you've got to knock down the Steve Ball (laughs) to redevelop it so then you're losing all so then the waiting list gets bigger Mm -hmm it's it's a it's a it's a sticking point um but as we say that that kind of temporary stand would at least kind of help in terms of the waiting list but uh, we'll we'll see we try to go
1: um Tam Groomish says Groomish. Obvious one Neto greater than Jota question uh, mark
0: No I wouldn't say that yet but he, he's, made, he's made such a big impression and, and and more than any of us could have expected from him I think uh,
1: Ben Donker says hey. uh, How in danger are Wolves to, of losing key players this summer players like Adama Neves in particular Jimenez are attracting interest elsewhere Yeah, I think look uh, players, pe- teams are going to make bids and they're going to make big plays for some of Wolves' players in the summer if they don't then I'll be absolutely stunned but that's that is just the nature of players doing well of the team doing well and consistent performances that just comes with it comes with the territory I don't think that's an issue um, yes they, they will have bids against them, and they might sell one of them but yeah. I, I, I will not be too concerned to be honest at this moment in time would you?
0: No um, Wolves' resolve will be tested in the summer mm-hmm. I'm sure of it um, someone will probably bid for Jimenez yeah. and someone will probably bid for Traore um,
1: someone might bid for Joe Edwards yeah. Go on a free though, to be fair. Yeah, yeah right, get rid, get rid.
0: yeah, God. Um, yeah but um, yeah, the, 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 I'm sure there'll be bids made, or at least mm-hmm. tentative in- inquiries, because Wolves' players are class.
1: Uh, there are um, two last two questions for me. I think you've got a couple on yours. Yes. Um, Kyle Litchfield who'd win in a fight, Traore or or Alibakari? Traore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Traore or George it, it, just, it just if, if Traore just got him into with an edlock, that would be yeah. game over yeah game over tapped yeah. Jamie Waters um, what would you swap Wolves' front three him and his Jota Traore Jota on fire this is you know if he's on top form mm. for Liverpool's front three and what who would be your first choice out of three out of the front six I'd still probably go Liverpool's front three yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably, oh, oh, probably
0: still because they've done it yeah, oh, at such a high level over such a consistent period. Yeah, um, and which which three would I take out both teams? Is that what? Is that what I it think
1: is? Just, I think I think we've answered it really. I think, yeah. I think the, the, the Liverpool three. I think are t- the are Liverpool three. So they played yeah. together though as well, so it's difficult to say, isn't it? You know, mm. um, of course, you know, Manic could be out for well, a little
0: bit of time well, today to anyway. Jota, to Traoré, and Heineken haven't really had a full season stretch. Mm-hmm. The, let's see what they can do have a more time.
1: Uh, last one then. Sorry, uh, Dan says Who comes out for Bolly. Den if Dunker. Don-
0: Dendonker, yeah. Den yeah. I, I think Sais is looking at one with, with his position at- in defence now. I think he's looking every bit at a centre-half. Mm-hmm. It- it's hard to even foresee him as a midfielder now because I think he just looks completely at arm at the back. Joe? Um, John Charlesworth, do you think... Oh, lose my phone goes off. Do you think the J- Jürgen Klopp would have been as complimentary towards Wolves and their players if we hadn't beaten them this evening? Or do you think they would have been with the win factor of Molyneux once again? <laughs> um... I
1: don't know, he, t- he, t- he tends to be one of the better managers for that. Yeah. I think I think Mourinho maybe wouldn't have been if Spurs hadn't won last minute. You think yeah. that, you know. I think you can see a compliment coming at times because they're so relieved to get get a result. Uh but yeah, I think Klopp probably would have been to be honest and Pep Pep obviously when he was beaten he 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 I think when you've yeah. got a bit of class about you then you probably do do that. Yeah,
0: Klopp tends to be quite complimentary. Yeah. I think he probably would have done. Mm. Um with Vallejo leaving, his North Banker says, Why aren't we looking to sign a centre back to replace him where we clearly wanted another one in the summer? I've said it a few times, I think that's on the back burner now mm-hmm. till, the, to, till the summer. The emergence of Max Kilman being a big big mm-hmm. reason for that. Willie Bolly being back in the squad tonight, fantastic to see him yeah, back. I mean, yeah. you've seen him warm up, I mean the the old stadium clapping him. Um yeah, as we say, back back burner. I think um, Harry Mansell. Twitter's full of pies for Adama. Will he want out in the summer, if one of the big boys come in, kind of alluded to it. But I, I think he, he has at least another season. I think playing at Wolves. I think down the line, uh, he would perhaps you know love a love a return to mm-hmm. to Barcelona, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, but I think the best way to do that is by consistently playing well for Wolves and. Uh, then John Cannon, uh, is it realistic to hope for a top four finish in Champions League next season? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how this season finishes, but if they, make, if they go big in the summer and make some massive sign-ins and keep hold keep of the big boys, then uh, maybe not expect, but hope. Yeah,
1: hope, mm-hmm. yeah. Great stuff. Um, look, I chatted with, and um, you probably remember him. I think for a couple of months ago, Wolves physio Paul Darby delighted to go to to his um, his treatment room, his studio, and chat with him about about injuries. About um, the, obviously, we saw Willie Bolly back tonight. We saw Diogo Jota back tonight. At this time, we didn't know exactly they'd be on the bench. However. You know, we're kind of. I think by the way we've um, we've discussed tonight, that we might not even see them at Man United, but probably the Leicester game is when they might start a game, especially with how well they've done tonight. But from predicting the injury and talking us through it um, over three months ago now, he's pretty much bang on with with the recovery times. He's a top man, um, and we talked to him, like I say, about those two players and also about the the challenges um, to the schedule and whether these guys need a break. Here is that audio from Paul. We'll go straight into it to get a level from you, Paul. One, two, three, four. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just come back here. Okay, lovely. Well, I'm delighted to be joined once again by former Wolves physio, Mr. Paul Darby. First of all, Paul, Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you. Um, I've got to congratulate you because the last time we spoke, which was back in early November. Um, we talked about Willy Bolly's injury and you went into all the specifics of it and, and it's very difficult, I think, putting you on the spot to to estimate a return date. Now, as it happens, we've spoken to Nuno, uh, he's back on the training pitch now looking for a return, middle of February, which is going to be about the best part of four months and that, that's exactly what you said, so, so so fair play, Paul, you know your stuff?
2: Yeah, well, it, it was more luck than judgment, I appreciate you. <laughs> Yeah, so he's back on the fit. so basically he'll be going through functional training now with mm-hmm. a with a lead um, fitness instructor. So he'll be doing things like uh, walking, jumping, twisting, that kind of thing, just to make sure that functionally his ankle is, uh, is uh, allows him to do everything he wants to do. Yeah. Once they're happy with that, then you would expect that he'll build up his fitness levels so that he's fit enough to go into full training. Um, and then it comes down to a number of issues. Obviously, his cardiovascular fitness and but more than anything, it'd be mental skills as mm-hmm. well. You know, Is he able to put his foot into that tackle that's, that he needs to do, knowing that uh, he's had a full recovery? So with a fracture
1: to that extent, um, obviously it's a serious injury, but it's not, it's not season-ended, and we hope to have him back for, for the nitty-gritty of the Europa League campaign and the Premier League campaign. W- will will there be a weakness there, or, or will he be absolutely fine, do you feel, if the recovery's gone as expected?
2: There won't be weakness in the fracture site. In fact, a lot of instances of fractures, it's actually stronger afterwards because you get a build-up of new bone growth, and that in itself makes it strong. But you see, what happens with fractures is other structures around the injury are either laid off for a period of time if he's been in a cast. So some of the tendons and ligaments that are around that injury haven't been working for a while, and they've got to be coaxed back into full training and full fitness. So sometimes what you find is that if there is another injury, it's an associated, you know, for instance, if you had a low back problem, sometimes your hamstring goes, you find some of the guys with ACL knee problems, it's a calf or a quad injury. Mm -hmm. And that's because of the inactivity, you've had a little bit of what we call atrophy. Wastage around the joint or around the muscles and and really those are the things that you start to build up in your functional training, mm-hmm. so you make sure that your hamstrings and your quads and your calf muscles and all that and solid joint uh, uh, structures around the joints are back into full uh, fitness
1: right and um and, and from his point of view um, will will he have to look after this and, and maintain? Um, special exercises throughout the season and beyond do you feel or, or can he can he go back into a, he's good to go I mean obviously he's a fit lad well,
2: we, we don't know the specifics but from what we do know it looks like this has been a relatively straightforward one operation and two rehabilitation so I'm kind of guessing that providing he has no setbacks in this next important stage mm-hmm. when he's out on the grass then really there's no reason why he shouldn't just go back to full fitness and, and put it behind him
1: and Nuno said that they need to respect the injury, and you always have to respect the injury. And I guess the severity of the injury. Um, I guess the flip side of it, Wolves doing very well, obviously in the table um, and winning a lot of games. But there are managers, especially at the bottom end of the table, when these you know your main players pick up these knocks, and there is I guess um, a pressure to rush them back too soon because they need them on the pitch to try and win you know win games, and that's when that's when problems happen. Yeah, that does happen. I think in this case, it's probably more
2: likely that the squad is a bit thin, so he needs numbers. Mm. Uh, So there might not be an urgency to rush him back straight into the first team because he he needs another centre-half. But he certainly wants him able to for selection so that he can do some rotation.
1: Right, another person, and we'll go on to Diogo Jota. So so he picked up a a knock on New Year's Day. Um, We just thought, and he just picked up a lot of soft tissue injuries or, or that kind of thing. Um, since he's been here quite susceptible to it but it's normally maybe a game maybe two games this has obviously taken a little bit of um, longer than everybody thought to the calf Nuno said there was a lot of blood around the joint they couldn't really do a scan um, until it settled down once once that has happened it's what they thought it's all a little bit clouded in mystery but we're expecting him back in a week week and a half I guess, I guess you're not you know it's difficult from the outside looking in but is that does that seem a little bit strange to you?
2: There's a couple of things that aren't quite ring true there I think probably whether it's Nuno or you but I think the blood's around the muscle okay it's a calf Pro- problem. probably me probably me yeah. to be fair um, it's worth understanding this your calf is two muscles but they have very long long tendons that go from the middle of the, your lower leg around your heel and into the bottom of your foot I and mean, you'll know that is your Achilles tendon mm-hmm. and that Achilles tendon hasn't got a very good blood supply So it's really that. If the injury is around that, then they have to be very, very careful because any any major uh, injury to the Achilles tendon can keep it for a long, long time. Now, the suggestion is, if it's four or five weeks, that it's not simply a calf Mm -hmm. problem caused by a hematoma, which is what you'd have when you've got blood around the air, you know, hence a knock. Yeah. So it's obviously a little bit more than that because okay. the length of time is being out. Mm-hmm. Quite right. If it has got a lot of effusion, we call it, a lot of swelling and a lot of blood around, then they have to wait for that to subside a bit before a scan mm-hmm. will tell you anything. But it does look like it was perhaps a bit more of a tear than just a, a, a knock. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but four to five weeks would be about right for him to be coming back into training and playing again.
1: Okay, good stuff. Um, we're going to go into um, the, the last thing in a minute. i uh, have got a question, actually, though, for, for you, Paul, um, from... Let's have a look. Who have we got the question from today? Da, 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 da. Oh, here we go. Uh, so so Rob says, um, Paul, um, how's it going? Um, how do I stop uh, doing my hamstring, just, uh, just playing normal run-of-the-mill football, but every time I play, I'm so conscious of it going. I've done it three times within about 12 months. I've done the RICE, R-I-C-E, says yeah. it uh, repeatedly but always feels weak uh, when playing and a matter of time before I do it again. What would you suggest? Well, first of all, well done for
2: doing the RIC because that's the initial treatment for any injury, soft tissue or muscle. But your hamstrings are really important. They're they're a a power and a postural muscle, so they have to be right before you can really extend them. Um, And the the way forward is excessive, very, very good stretching of the hamstring. Mm -hmm. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people don't stretch it correctly. They they see the athletes and with the foot up on a bar and leaning forward or, and you know that's all they do. Really, there's a very um, specific exercise that needs to be done to stretch the hamstring fully to make sure that once it has got back in, he's back into sport, mm-hmm. it doesn't go again. Um, if you could send me an email, i would be very happy to provide him with that uh, uh, instructions about how to do
1: that. It's um, it's quite a
2: specific stretch you need.
1: Well, I mean, we're going to say afterwards, but um, obviously, yeah, But people want to get in touch with you, Paul. How, how, what's the best way to get in touch?
2: Uh, email's the best way, paul at pauldarby.com. And Darby's D-A-R-B-Y.
1: D-A-R-B-Y. And, and obviously, you've got your own practice. where We're, we're um, keeping a good client away because I'm, I'm running late at this moment in time. But, uh, you know, people do have injuries, have niggles. Is, whereabouts are you based if they, if they can come in and come and see you?
2: In Old Brighton, just outside of Wolverhampton.
1: OK, fantastic. Right. And this is the main thing that I want to talk to you about today. Um, and at Finding Nuno, uh, Adam asks the same uh, the same question. Um, please ask what, what, what Paul thinks about the secret to how Wolves seem to be conditioning and keeping these guys fit, considering the amount of minutes they've had. And is there a worry we've played 39 games this season of an eventual breakdown? So it's 39th game of the season. Oh, incredible comeback, really, against Against Southampton, but how long before these guys the fatigue is going to set in? Because they've looked tired. They've they've dropped a few points recently. They came back from nowhere against Saint Saint Mary's. Is 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 there a is there a you know a a kind of point where you fall off a cliff, or do they just keep on going because they're just machines these days? Well, they shouldn't fall off a cliff. That's for sure. (laughs) That's what all the staff are there for. Really, I think they're
2: over the worst of it with the with the. concise number of games in such a, such a small period of time. Mm. Um, but what it all comes down to is recovery. And providing the player has had a recovery period and he's ready to go again, then there shouldn't be that much problem. Um, so the analogy would be, away from football for a moment, You know, if you're training to do a marathon, yeah. and you've got yourself in condition and fitness to do a marathon, and you run your first marathon, in, let's say five hours, mm-hmm. you've got to recover from that, haven't you? Sure. And if you had to run another marathon the next day, well, the likelihood is that you wouldn't get through that marathon. You'd break down because mm-hmm. your recovery was And we judge fitness on how long does it take you to recover. Now, the modern-day footballer doesn't need enormous amounts of times to recover from one game. Hence, uh, for instance, in, in my time in the game in the 80s and 90s, the only time we really had that kind of congestion was Christmas Boxing Day, New Year's Day, when if it fell with a Saturday in between, we'd probably be playing two games in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and the player can put up with that because he might not be 100%, but you don't overload him afterwards. Where these guys, they've been overloaded, not quite got their recovery, overloaded again. Mm-hmm. So that's when you get this red light that you hear about, that the staff are aware that he's gone into a position where he hasn't actually fully recovered from last time. Okay. Uh, and players, and sportsmen are always playing a little bit on the edge of the red zone, really. Um, because there isn't a sport where they have that much time to recover. Mm -hmm. And if you look at cricket, one or two of the bowlers, if you don't give them the time, they do break down, because it's very demanding, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So these guys now are entering into a period, particularly with the so-called winter break coming, where they can get that recovery in. But um, they have played a lot of games, so they will be in a position where they quickly get into the red zone, they quickly find that they've played a couple of games in a week and they're not quite back to where they'd like to be. Um, But I think the pressure's off a little bit now. Having said that, what have they played, 39 games so far? They've played a whole Premier League season Mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. And that will have an effect, particularly with the size of the squad, which is why I think we're hearing there's some urgency to get other players in. Um, But obviously where they are with the the momentum that's going, you're not going to bring in a young lad as a squad player who's not going to play in the team. So I think they're in a slightly tricky situation. Mm -hmm. I think that the lads they've got appear to be in good form. It doesn't take them long to come back into full form. I watched the game on Sunday with Liverpool. The previous game, I thought they looked a bit leggy and looked, a, yet they were sharp as anything. So they've had a week off, haven't they? Yeah. So it doesn't take long for them to fall back because they're fitter. They're you know they're thoroughbreds. Mm. Um, but the the fixtures they've had up to now will have show a toll. But fortunately, there's a bit of time coming up for them to get their recovery in.
1: Yeah, I think after after Leicester game. It's going to be one one game in 22 days, which is, which is going to be much needed to, to get a break and, and you know, like to take them away to Marbella, maybe have a few, you know, four or five days in the sun, bit of R&R, come back and, and then the have the, the hit the ground running again. Things like that are important, and just for, not just for team bonding, but especially for you guys as well. Well, I think the
2: issue with the Wolves this season is obviously Europa League and the early qualifying. But if you think of football generally, at least when, when I was involved in the game full-time, you had a pre-season and you had a closed season when you had some time away. But you know we've got the, the European Championships coming this year, so your elite performers are going straight off the back of another full season mm-hmm. with excessive games into that, and and then there'll be a World Cup coming round. And there's always something coming round, which means there's for the top guys now internationals. There's not really a break, mm-hmm. a real break for them to recharge and come back into conditioning, pre-season fitness, and off you go again. It's a case of keeping them going. And I think predominantly all the medical staff at all the clubs do a great job of that.
1: Well, you've done a great job, Paul. Thank you very much for, for talking to us again. And um, I think everybody else would, would love to hear from you on a more regular basis. Hopefully, maybe in two or three weeks' time, we can speak to you again. Uh, it'd be my pleasure. Fantastic. Cheers, Paul. Top man. <laughs> Paul, top man as ever. Uh, fantastic. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, speaks a lot of sense, Paul. And. Um, and, you know, he knows his stuff. So we talked to Joe about about, like I say, players in this in this red zone. And and some managers have taken players out of of games or not selected them because they're in this red zone. You know, he says that it can't go on forever and this team can't keep on playing and they do need a break at some point. I guess getting additions in you know this week or next week is gonna be important about keeping players out of that zone and and maybe taking them off and having options so they can you know, miss the odd game maybe one or two, or or come off at sixty minutes rather than having to play the full ninety as they would do, you know, normally because there's nothing there at the moment.
0: Yeah, you do worry like a player so, so explosive as Adama about potential of hamstrings. We saw one with with Marnay tonight, seemingly a hamstring. You know, kind of similar player in that respect in in terms of it, sheer pace. Um, so Pedenza is somebody who can come in and play as a right winger, a left winger, or in the hole and. Hopefully that had ease the burden somewhat on Traore. It's not necessarily that he needs to be dropped because mm-hmm. he's been fantastic, as we say, but he will need a, a game out here and there at some point. And
1: good good player, good pedigree.
0: You feel like he can Pedent- come straight, straight yeah, back I in? Mean, or... I, 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 as I say, I don't really know a mm. lot about him, but he played with Rui Patricio at Sporting, and obviously the, the, the last Rui is for mm-hmm. and he's, he's yet to break into the Portugal senior side, which is. Slightly surprising mm-hmm. to me. I mean, Jota's broken. Costa did while he was at Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, Cavalero had some Portugal caps to his name as well. Um, but he's got a decent goal record. I think he scored about eighteen forty-two 42 from, from the wing um, for for, for Olympiacos. And it, it's hard to know, really, when, when they're playing in the Greek League, I guess, as to what their real qualities are. But um, the reports from Portugal is that he's a very highly rated player and Wolves wouldn't be looking at him if he, if he wasn't any good.
1: Yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting that that these players, they keep wanting to play, you know, and the, the the intensity of training these days is almost like, I'd rather go and play in the game on the night. Um, you know, we're, coming, we're coming, to, coming back to Europa League football pretty soon uh, and all these issues are going to arise but they keep themselves in fantastic shape uh, but they will need to take out the firing line from time to time. I think the forwards rather than the defenders.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's the, I think it's the forwards. I think that that's the key. I mean, I keep saying it but uh, 33-year-old Joe Moutinho, I, I know he... I... <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> he, he's just... That guy, I mean, what whatever his secret is, I, we'd all love to know him yeah. um, but he... he I, I, he, he has, I guess, if you have been extra cynical and going through, you know, being hypercritical, then you could say he's, he's looked a bit more uh, tired over the last few weeks. But that's that's only fair to expect that. Um, he, he chases around like like he's a 22-year-old. He, he, he's fantastic. Yeah. What a player.
1: Yeah, magnificent. Um, so, I mean, we've talked to Man United, but look, they go there next Saturday. Um I'm 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 staying 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 overnight on Saturday night. Oh, they go there. Sorry, on the on the Saturday, I'm staying on Saturday nights. Are you staying at that 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 Gutter of a Hotel again? Slumming in the Lowry again. Oh, one of us has to. Say... We've got to do it. We've got to do it. I need to save money for this company, fancy so I will go. In the Lowry. In a, fancy
0: staying in a hostel. With, it, I know. You know five of the sweaty men cockroaches
1: room. around. We're uh, head to toe with whoever uh, uh, sharing one bathroom. It's and he said cockroaches after I said five sweaty. Men. <laughs> <laughs> <what you> <laughs> There's a few of them in the media room, by the way. I mean, cockroaches, not sweaty Um and, uh, and and yeah, so we're going to do that. Um, I've got to take the missus to the Trafford Centre for the first time on the Sunday. Is that any good? Uh, have you it's, been it's, there? It's, yeah, yeah, I've been there a few Is it times. Just like it's glorified doable. Mary Hill. No, mate, it's, it's definitely, definitely. And I haven't been to Mary Hill. And I, I have no wish <laughs> to go to Mary Hill. However, I guarantee it's not like in Mary. No. I mean, do they have a Louis Vuitton in Mary Hill? Do they have a Gucci? They've got CK Max. (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's nice, it's nice. There's plenty of shops for, for all all your shoppers. There's, there's some there's some middle market shops, there's some high end, there's a little bit of low value, but not too much. Um it's doable. It's not like Me- Meadowhall, things. Hall a bit of a mess. Um is that, so that, f- that Outleast? No, that's Sheffield, Sheffield Way. Oh okay. Um but um but uh no uh, Shuffle is fine. There's like there's like four different areas you can go in, there's some decent restaurants there. It's doable and then Super Bowl Sunday as well, so it's 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 all good. Um looking uh, forward uh, oh, to what? it. Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl on the Sunday night. Uh... <laughs> Um, it's just one sport you've never got into? Oh, that's poor, mate. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. But I'm looking forward to it. I think they'll go to Man United and win, mate. I really do. And that'll be yeah. oh, that'll be great. That'll be, be a like,
0: statement victory. Statement as well, victory. Yeah.
1: I, do you know what? I was gonna have a bet tonight, but I might do this tomorrow and tweet it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a bet on Manchester United nil, Wolverhampton Wanderers three. that'd oh, be lovely, wouldn't it? Just be? just absolutely no Boy, arguments. Yeah.
0: blitz them Blitz them! I watched him last night in the pub against Burnley, and they were absolutely shocking. Yeah, they were. They were, they were they're, rubbish. They're terrible. Yeah.
1: That Andreas Pereira—I've never wow, known a wow. more pointless
0: player in my life. He's yeah. Absolute garbage. The only one who's any good for him is that Williams, and I he's know, only a kid. I know, I know. I know. The, the rest of them are pff, Marshalls a, hmm.
1: Marshalls are show pony as well. Yeah, he is. yeah. us <laughs> talk about show ponies, you're going to have to go. We're going to have to get you back. Get back into your stable. Um, it's quarter past 1 <laughs> <laughs> we're finishing finishing the party. hope you've enjoyed it guys. I wanted to give you something to to go into the weekend with um so so yeah i mean like i say disappointment but at the same time a lot of pride. Uh, a couple of shout outs uh more new view with uh with our ex colleague uh, Mr uh, Mr Tim Spears and Jackie Oli. Uh, Yeah, They they launched their first podcast and they're going to be at the start of the week. Uh, really good listen. Make sure you get onto them. And also, Wolves Fancast are, are going to be celebrating their 400th podcast in a couple of weeks' time as yeah, well. 400. We bit, of a, bit of a booze up, I bit, think. A, bit of I mean, a booze yeah. up. I think yeah. so too. So, um, so yeah, keep in tune with that, and um, we'll let we'll let you know some more details in the following week. It's going to be a busy week. It's going to be deadline day week. Joe, you cannot. I bet you cannot wait. Um, we'll be bringing you a podcast with myself, Joe, and Rosie probably Thursday or Friday, depending on how the situation is going. It's going to be a long week. It's going to be a good week. It's going to be a fun week Uh, from me, from Joe. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Put your feet up. Take care. Bye-bye.